This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Advocates for survivors of sex crimes and domestic violence are cheering the end of cash bail in Illinois today. My colleague Mawa Iqbal reports that judges will no longer be able to set a money bond for a defendant to pay their way out of jail pretrial. And under the law, victims must be notified of a defendant's pretrial hearing. Madeline Baer is the policy director for the Chicago Alliance Against Sexual Exploitation. She says this system is much better for victims. Rather than treating them as kind of a um, like an aside, frankly, in our system, they get to be more centered in this process by actually being able to be notified of everything and participate if they choose to. Baer says her team will be monitoring how the new system is implemented in Cook County. Riot Fest drew thousands of festival goers to Douglas Park in Chicago's North Lawndale neighborhood this weekend. My colleague Anna Sefchinka interviewed longtime residents there. Some feel like they're left out of the rock and roll celebrations despite living in the neighborhood. 55-year-old John Howard was wiping down the folding tables by his hot dog truck long before the day ended Sunday. While the queue to get into the festival on the other side of the street kept growing, the line in front of his truck did not. He wishes local food vendors like him were allowed to set up shop inside the festival. I don't think it's fair for us who live in a community that they can make $10 million over there and we live in a community and we can't make nothing. But Howard says you have to give credit where credit is due. He thinks organizers in recent years have been better about cleaning up the park in the aftermath of the festival. And Chicago Public Schools now offer full-day preschool in all 77 community areas. My colleague Nereida Moreno found out that thousands of seats remain unfilled. CPS had been working toward universal preschool for four-year-olds since 2018. It opened 25 new full-day classrooms at 13 schools this fall. Rosalia Salgado is with the group Community Organizing and Family Issues. She said volunteers knocked on 18,000 doors this summer to get more families to enroll. It doesn't matter what community we go to. You know, they're just like, oh, can there be more slots for the three-year-olds to have full days? If the four-year-old slots are not all filled up, maybe they should consider having three-year-olds fill it up. Nearly 16 percent of full-day seats remain open. This comes as CPS's enrollment has been declining, and preschool is seen as a way to boost those numbers. The Chicago Sky's 2023 basketball season is over. They lost to the defending champion Las Vegas Aces 92-70 yesterday. Sky veteran Kalia Copper led the team with 25 points and 10 rebounds, but it wasn't enough to stay in the playoffs. Copper says it was a roller coaster of a season, but a good one. It was a it was a fun roller coaster ride. It was a good group to do it with. Um, good group to fight through uh, adversity and every thing that has come our way. The season was marked by coaching changes when James Wade left in the middle of it. Looking forward, the Sky will not have a first-round draft pick for the next two years, but Copper's remaining on after having her contract extended. And for some quick hits, yesterday wasn't just a sad day for the Chicago Sky. 
The Bears lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-17 yesterday. Tampa Bay's defense did its job, sacking Bears quarterback Justin Fields six times and picking him off twice. The Bears now have a franchise record 12 straight losses going back to October last year. They'll face the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs next week. People who oppose a proposed tax increase on high-end property sales in Chicago are starting to campaign against the plan. Postcards sent by the Illinois Realtors Association warn property owners, quote, your taxes are going up. The Realtors Association argues any increase in the tax would harm the real estate market, but the increase isn't on the ballot yet. The tax would need approval first by the Chicago City Council and then from voters who pull a ballot in the March primary. The proposal would increase taxes on property sales over a million dollars, and that money would go toward homelessness prevention. Today, we should see clear skies and hit a high in the upper 60s, cooling down to the mid-50s in the evening. Tomorrow, there will likely be some rain in the morning and early afternoon. That's it for now. Later today, with this year's Riot Fest in the rear view, the summer festival season is just about over. And we're thinking about what it would look like for Chicago events and festivals to truly engage the communities that surround them. Aaron Allen talks to Silver Room Block Party founder Eric Williams. In an ideal world, which we don't live in, everyone would give what they can, right? So the person who has no money, man, give a dollar. The person who has a ton of money, give 10000 That would be the ideal way to do this. But that's not how we work. We'll hear from Eric and activist Ricardo Gamboya later today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown. If you love the show, please rate and review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Adora Namiga Day. Thanks for listening.